Today's podcast is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sportsbook will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sportsbooks will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even futures bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code RBRANT, all one word, and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. Check it out today. This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave, Mave Dartinez, Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks, guys. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? From the shores of the Chesapeake Bay, this is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico, and this is episode 432, Three's Bad Company. So Truman's not here tonight due to prior obligations. I decided not to have Pat on because, you know, his negativity after a 3-0 loss is not going to be great. Uh, Before we get into it, though, I hope everybody out there, because I assume most of our listeners are on the East Coast of the United States, Hope you guys are staying safe with the uh, current smoke coming from the wildfires from Canada. I know I've seen some images from New Jersey, New York, and it's been pretty bad. Down here in Maryland, it's uh, today on Thursday got pretty bad in terms of the air quality, but we have not had the color you guys have had. So I really hope everybody's staying safe out there. <clears throat> All right, on to the game. The uh, Red Bulls hosted Orlando City and came away with their worst loss of the season, 3 nothing at home. And to top it off, uh, Andre Reyes got a red card. Yeah. That's how it's got to go. Anyway, uh, let's read your tweets. There's only two of them. First one, uh, Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi. We suck. Nice prediction, guys. Whoever said win this weekend. Playoffs, yeah, right. Score some goals first. All right, that's fair. Truman and I both, both thought we could do, do at least win, so we get that. Uh, we... D- I want to point out that uh, before the game started, Pat said he betted on the Red Bulls. So I like to think that he caused it instead of me. Just put that out there. Um, <clears throat> second tweet, Anthony uh, Gaffera at Gaffera. 
Jeez, I can't see the whole t- for a 316. So bad enough we can't score for shit. Next, we'll set the league record for most fouls in a single season. Uh, it's possible, but looking at the stats, it was actually pretty even. Um, it was 19 to 17 or so fouls, so it wasn't like this was a hev- heavily physical game on our end. It was physical on both ends, and we'll get to a little bit of that. Uh, so likes and dislikes. Uh, <clears throat> my biggest dislike is going to be the referee. I know, it's it's a dead horse subject, but um, it, it's honestly, I think, the biggest uh, downside of this. Yeah, the Red Bulls did not play well. They didn't deserve to win. Uh, they That first goal was completely on the Red Bulls, but I feel like the second half was <clears throat> on the uh, referee, who I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, I want to say it was Carlos Rivera, but I, I don't quote me on that because I, I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, a lot of questionable calls uh, late in the second half, or sorry, late in the first half, the header challenge on, wow, I cannot think of a name for the life of me. I do not why John Tolkien, uh, where he went down for a little bit, uh, which was immediately followed by a Reyes tackle, which led to him getting yellow. Uh, if the foul on Tolkien's called correctly, the race play never happens. So that's one yellow card that should have, Never occurred, uh, which all other things being equal, except for the next one we're going to talk about, would mean that um, Reyes would never have been sent off. Uh, and then even later in the first half, uh, Janssen from Orlando City clearly sticks his leg out uh, to chip Carlos Coronel when he is coming down with the ball. Uh, Janssen was never going to get there. Uh, and I think doing that to a defenseless player is <clears throat> the very definition of unsporting behavior, which is a red card offense. Uh, the fact that he only got a yellow, I think, is uh, it, it's bad. It, it's not a good look. Um, and then if he got a red there in the second half, that penalty kick doesn't happen. And I think that penalty kick shouldn't have happened anyway because it was kind of soft. Janssen was kind of falling over, and I mean, at some point you have to say it's on the offensive player's responsibility to not take a dive, but unfortunately it was given against us, and that was the second goal. And then, of course, with Reyes being out, the third goal was kind of inevitable. Uh, Chasing the game for over 40 minutes, it was just never going to happen. Again, the Red Bulls did not do themselves favors in the first half. They should have scored. Um, If you look at the stat sheet, we had four t- and for the whole game, 14 shots, but only two on target. So, I mean, the Red Bulls offense was anemic again. Uh, but defensively, it's hard to hold up down a man for over 40 minutes, um, especially when you get a what could be argued was uh, a PK that should never have been given, called against you. Uh, my like for the game, oh, boy. Um I guess the fact that the fans came out, I know it was a fireworks night, but we had a decent um, fan base there for that game, and hopefully they'll come back. Uh, it actually kind of leads me to a soundbite, which I think perfectly encapsulates the, the majority of the people that were there on Saturday night. 
I've been wanting to tell you all for years, but I never had the nerve. Um, I don't know you. My wife and your wife are friends. We met just three hours ago. You stink! You and your whole lousy operation stinks! I quit! Well, uh, gee, don't, don't quit. All right, then. <clears throat> yeah, the all right, then, was the uh, fans staying for... The, well, the ones that did, staying for the fireworks. Um... When your fans start doing the wave in the middle of the second half because they're bored, clearly there's a problem. Um, I'm gonna guess for a lot of people the honeymoon is now over, which we're the saying. Uh, I don't. I'm not ready to throw that towel in yet. Um, unfortunately, one of the glaring stats was the fact that the Red Bulls have not had Dante Van Zier, uh, Lewis Morgan, or Laquinas on the field at the same time at any point this year. So that's, I mean, it's three big offensive pieces that have not played a single minute together. So that's a very bad sign, especially, um, let's see, how many games have we played? Oh, 17. So halfway through the year, and our three biggest players have not played together. Um, Of course, it doesn't help that Lewis Morgan probably hurt himself. Uh, I haven't seen if there's any injury update, but him coming up blame at the end of the half, Second half with our hurt ankles, not a good sign. Thankfully, we have a two-week break, so he will have time to get back up on his feet, and hopefully he's okay. Um, Afterthoughts, uh, I honestly don't know what else there is to say. It's the same thing we've seen over and over and over again with this team where we can't score. We have plenty of chances in theory, but nothing. We can never do anything. I mean, 14 shots, but only two on goal. It's a very bad rate of uh, at least a shot and goal percentage. I'm pretty sure our expected goal was at least one or two. And again, we scored zero. Um, I don't put a lot of this on the defense because, again, they were down for down a man for the whole second half, and that's when the two goals happened. Carlos Cornell, I can't really blame him. He was it's hard. A PK is a crapshoot, as it is. Uh, and then they kind of left Hunt out to dry one on one multiple times that night. Uh, yeah, maybe it could be four nothing, but I, I can't necessarily blame him for any of the goals. So I'm going to put all this purely on the offensive side and the fact that we need to score. Uh, if we're scoring goals, I don't think the third goal happens because the third goal came from the fact that we were selling out and not getting any results in the, the final third, and that's not a good sign. Not a good sign at all. All right, um, pain index, mea culpa, uh, again, you know, just stuff happening, and I haven't gotten it out there, so it's three weeks we've been missing now. I'm going to assume that over those three weeks we saw an uptick and then kind of a a very sharp drop-off after this this game. Uh, As much as I think the referee played the biggest part in the loss, uh, the team did not look good, and I can't imagine the pain level is that good either. Uh, predictions Truman and I both predicted wins, so neither of us got it right, which means I am still in first with 11 points, and he enters the international break in second with 10 points. Uh, so, international break means there's no games to talk about, so this will be a relatively short podcast, uh, even by our standards. Uh, but New York Red Bulls 2, uh, they won their last match 4 1 versus New England 2, uh, a big win for them. That puts their record at 6 3 3. 17 points, plus five goal difference, number three in the Eastern Conference. 
Uh, it's kind of sad looking at the stats when your second team is averaging more goals per game than your senior team is. Just, just kind of saying. Uh, their next match is on Sunday, June 11th, when they will take on uh, on the road, technically, NYC FC2. That game is 7 p.m. Eastern time on Apple TV. Uh, Gotham FC unfortunately lost their last match, one nothing to the San Diego Wave. So that puts their record now at 5-2-3, uh, 17 points plus three goal difference, and they drop from the, the leaders in the league to number four in the NWSL. Uh, but they will have a chance to bounce back this weekend when they take on the Houston Dash on Sunday, June 11th, also at 7 p.m. Eastern time. <clears throat> All right. Uh, with that, it is time for the F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why? I gotta love it. Uh, so this past weekend was the Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, once again, Red Bull taking home <clears throat> some good results. Max Verstappen, just a runaway leader, uh, led qualifying, got the fastest lap in the race, uh, had a 24-second lead at the end of the race, so that's good. Uh, Sergio Perez, his teammate, started in 11th place after poor qualifying, but moved up to 4th. So that's some good points for Red Bulls the in their Constructor Championship. Uh, the next race is going to be in two weeks. It's the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, hopefully with the wildfires that that race will happen. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, unfortunately, the uh, track is in or near Montreal which I don't know exactly where the wildfires are, honestly, but I know it's relatively close to there. So hopefully it, it's not terrible, and hopefully everybody in Canada is doing okay. Um, there's the, the F1 update. Basically, Red Bull at this point is just going to win, and it's a matter of can they win every single race this year because that's how it's happened so far. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, it is time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. All right. Uh, so the big news, Lionel Messi is coming to uh, MLS. Uh, he signed with Inter Miami. Apparently, he's getting a chunk of uh, the pros or the profits from Apple TV and Adidas. So he is getting paid outside of the CBA I think technically I don't know how this is working but it's money changing hands and it's messy so I guess we're just all going to go along with it um I don't know when he's planning to start but I know already Red Bull Arena's uh home match against Inter Miami is going to be crazy I saw people selling tickets already uh on the day of the announcement for $800. I can only imagine how much higher it's going to get as it gets closer to the match day. And it makes me glad I'm not going um, because I can't imagine getting in and out of Red Bull Arena with that place full right now. Although I kind of wish I bought season tickets because if I knew this was going to happen, I probably would have made enough money to cover everything else. So <clears throat> uh, we'll see how Messi does. Uh, I. I kind of wished we were past this point of the league signing the aging stars uh, to boost numbers. I get why we went after Messi. 
But I don't necessarily want to be the league where he just keeps himself warm for Copa America. I mean, PSG was him keeping himself in shape for the World Cup. I don't think we are the league where he's keeping himself warm as a, for the next step down, which is Copa America. It just... It, I, it just just better work out better in the long run. I just have a bad feeling. I I, I really don't like being the, the the league of the retirement of aging stars. I I think the league should be passed at this point. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong about that. Uh, the U.S. Uh, U20 team uh, lost in the I believe it was the quarter yeah the quarterfinals of the World Cup two zero to Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay went on to win their semifinal and will face Italy for the U20 championship. So if they win, at least we could say we lost to the U20 champions. Um, honestly, I think the U.S. youth team getting to a quarterfinal in a tournament like that is uh, big on its own. I mean, up until the quarterfinal match, they had not given up a single goal in four matches. So... To have your only loss being the one game you give goals up, it's not a bad thing. Um, hopefully, those players got some good experience and they will translate to the senior team down the road. Uh, speaking of the senior team, they will be competing in the Nations League uh, semifinals on Thursday, June 15th versus Mexico. Uh, I believe it's 10 p.m. I don't have the start time written down. It's, it, it's probably 10 p.m. because of... Uh, it just seems to be how it is. Uh, their next match after that would then be Sunday, June 18th. Uh, opponent to be determined. Uh, they'll be either in the third place or the finals. Hopefully in the finals because it is a major trophy and it's better to, to win than not. All right. Uh, with that, it is time for uh, Pat's Betting Corner. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's edition of Pat's Betting Corner brought to you by BetSan. Here's some of the action I'm looking at. You may have heard that Lionel Messi is taking his talents to South Beach, but it ain't happening this week. Therefore, I like New England at home over the last place center, and you can find the best odds over at BetRivers at Neg 182. Another bet I like to look for every week is a good team on the road against a poor one at home. That team this week is Nashville, who are heading up to TFC, where the Bob Bradley experiment appears to be an immense failure. The best odds you can find on Nashville are over at Caesars at plus 170. But don't take my word for it. Download the BetStamp app today and enter promo code RBRAMP and start getting the best odds against sportsbooks today. And as Truman always says, bet with your head, not over it. So if you're going to take Pat's advice, make sure you, you bet small amounts. Um, all right. Uh, that leaves only one segment left, and he's not here, but we're still going to do it. It's time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. All right, and I had asked him what his uh, team of the week was, and it was from a uh, match last week. Uh, Vancouver destroyed. Well, I guess not destroyed, but came close to dis- destroying um, the Houston Dynamo uh, by a score of six to two. And I'm sorry, that was actually on May 31st. <laughs> so it, I guess it should have been included last week, but he forgot about it. Um, the thing I want to mention about this match was the fact that after they lost, the goalkeeper um, for Houston, Steve Clark, 
decided to flex his muscles to the Vancouver fans as he left the field. Because showing how how macho you are after letting up six goals is is you know important. So yeah, embarrassing is uh, <clears throat> to say the least. It's fucking embarrassing. Yep. <clears throat> I didn't want to play that for the Red Bulls, honestly. So I figured I might as well play it there in support of Truman. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. $1 a month gets you exclusive content, such as <clears throat> monthly wrap-ups, live post-games, anything we decide to do. I'm thinking of suggesting a Ted Lasso uh, Season 3 wrap-up. So I got to talk to Truman about that, but I'm hoping that's what we're going to do soon for you guys. Uh, if you want to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, get your voice on the show. You can call our voicemail number at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show. At Doc DeStooge for myself, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. All right, use this where I would say last words, but uh, since Truman's not here, uh, we'll just head right out. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. This has been episode 432 of the Red Bull Rant. And as always, go Red Bulls.